jumped into a, um, just a real quick series last week and today uh, called Unspoken Power. Unspoken Power. I'm, uh, what intrigues me about this subject is I just don't see the church, and I, when, I, when I speak about the church, I'm, I mean the little church and the corporate church with the power that it should have. It just, to me, we don't have power. We, you ever wondered, <laughs> when you read that Bible, man, and you see the the power and the boldness and the courage and the, man, just the spiritual guts that these cats had, man. No matter what they faced, they were bold. We, we say that this book is powerful, don't we? We, we believe this book is powerful. Why don't we speak it? Why don't we speak it? And I may be only talking to me and y'all just can just take a nap for the next 30. Because, man, man, we, we are born again children of the king. Saved. 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 Born again. Feel what the spirit. He's put the spirit in us. And, and, and we have this book, and we have the power in us, but we don't speak it. We speak like the world, but we call ourselves spirit-filled believers. Why don't we speak like spirit-filled believers and not like the world? See, the world speaks out of its circumstances, out of its situations. But we're not locked here. This is not our home. We're passing through. We ain't got no business speaking our circumstances. We need to speak our king. We need to speak the word. We need to speak power. What if, what if you, and I'll challenge you later, but what if you were radical and crazy enough to just start changing the way you pray, that you're not going to pray anything and speak anything but the word. Just list you about 10, 12 passages of scripture from all different aspects. And if you're in financial straits right now and it's tough, just speak that. If it's dry right now in your, in your life, just dry spiritually, just speak that. If you just need a time of just celebration and worship, just get you some psalms and curl up around it and start speaking that. What if you started just speaking the word in prayer? I want you to know something. It changed you. It changed you. Man, it changed you. I want you to go to Matthew's gospel. Matthew chapter 16 Look at verse 18. I want to begin there. 19 is kind of where we're going to spend a lot of time. 
Matthew 16, 18. And I tell you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. And listen to these words. And the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I want to stop here for a little bit because when we read this, we think about this place right here, the church. Can I tell you that it says that the church, little church, the gates of Hades, and no power. How, how many of you read that and think about a big church? A bunch of us. But can I tell you that the same word is spoken over you, the little church? The gates of Hades has no power over you. Nothing. But we walk like it does. We walk like it does. We walk heavy because the world is leaning on us and laying on us. And I'm going to tell you, this might be a word that you might just need to speak back every day. That on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I'm not going to be overcome by this world. I'm victorious because of what he did for me on the cross. I am the church. I am the church. you got to speak that in power. Look at 19. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. That's an interesting scripture right there. You know how we bind things on earth? By our words. And we can loose them by our words also. Psalm 119.89 says this. Your word, O Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. Your word, O Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. What God said is already established. Amen. Now it's up to me. God's word is established, and now it's up to me. I must live out of that word. I must believe that word. I must speak that word. I must live out of that word. Because anything in the contrary makes less of who he is. See, I take away from God when I who carry his name live any less. I make my God shrink. And this world does not need a shrinking God, my friend. Does not. That, this world needs to see the God of all creation, the King, in glory. I have never, and Melissa and I spoke about this last night. I've never seen an Olympics where the name of Jesus and Lord and King and God has been used as much as it has. I pray and hope that the leaders of this country are listening to the athletes of this country. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. They know who gets them across that pool. They do. And they know why they swim what they swim. And who they swim it for. And they don't bow a knee to anything else. And they'll speak of that. I'm going to tell you right now. He has established his name and his word. And we as his people better rise up as the church and understand that the gates of Hades is not going to overcome us. And we need to walk in power and speak this word. Speak this word. 
Psalm 89, 34 says this, I will not violate my covenant, meaning I'm not changing it. I'm not going to alter what my lips have uttered. Mm. Somebody just, that's a word for somebody this week. I'm just telling you, you, you doubt the word and its power, and you need to speak that all week long, all week. Put that on the rearview mirror of your car and just speak it going down the road. Just move it over a little bit so you can still see behind you. But you just got to speak that. Speak it over you. Speak it over you. Whose words will you establish on earth this week? Whose words will you establish? That's a big question. You say, well, I don't really establish any words. I just use my words. Well, quit using your words. They may not be your words. They may be the enemy. They may be the enemy. I can't. I will never. I don't know if I could. I don't know if you can, God. I'm not saying you can't. But I, I, I think you can, but I just don't know if you can't. I mean, you're misunderstanding what I mean. I know you're God, and I know you're powerful, but I don't. that's big, God. I don't know if you can. I've tried. I prayed. You didn't. Be careful what you speak. Be careful. Be careful. James tells us to don't be double-minded. Out of one side of the mouth, we can't speak he's king, and at the other side say, I don't know if he can. Be careful. Sometimes the environment around us causes us to speak a language that is not ours. Do not let environment and atmosphere change the conversation about your king. Do not. And it is not being respectful for you not to say that. It's being rude to God for you not to say it. Speak that as a king's kid. Spoken words program our spirit. It programs our heart for either victory or defeat. I'm going to tell you, you can, you can be defeated before you ever get started by the words you speak to yourself. Don't speak the enemy's words over you. Speak 139 Psalm. Speak it. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. He does, that is not somebody else saying that over you. That is the creator saying that over you. He's saying that. Hearing yourself say it brings power and increases faith. Let me tell you what happens to you when you speak the word. You get a little bold, man. You do. You get a little spunk. You do. You get just a little bit cocky and confident, but trust me, God will tone that down just a tad, okay? It's okay. Confidence is a deadly thing, and confidence in the God that created you and the king is confident. It, it's dangerous, man. I'm going to tell you, you've been around somebody, and you start praying, and then somebody prays, and they go to a level that you're like, oh, dude, that, that's serious, I mean, they start praying, and I mean, they just start littering off about 10 scriptures. I mean, just speaking it with boldness and claiming it in the name of Jesus. That is what I'm talking about. 
that kind of prayer and say, well, I don't even know 10. If you'll write 10 down and you'll start praying them in your closet and speaking them every day, when you're asked to pray over somebody at the hospital or over somebody that's going through a struggle, or when you walk next door and your neighbor needs a word of prayer and you're going, I know I ought to pray, but I don't even know what to say. All of a sudden, you start praying, and those 10 scriptures start coming out. And that neighbor's like, dude, I didn't even know that was in you. Mm -hmm, There's more. Just wait. There's more coming. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the boldness to take the courage and start speaking the word of God. Speak it, speak it, speak it. God's word is unspoken power. Listen to me. There is nobody in this room that would say this book is not powerful. Would you agree? This book is powerful. If you've got power and you're not using it, that's crazy. That's crazy. That just makes no sense whatsoever. I'm driving and I'm running out of gas. And there's a gas station. And I got cash. And I don't stop. And I run out five miles down the road. And I'm okay with that. Are you okay with that? I'm not okay with that. That gas station is doing its purpose. God has blessed me with the money to buy that gas that that gas station was made for. I'm a fool if I don't pull in there and fill up when I know I'm going to run out of gas. I mean, you turn around to your kids. Sorry, sweetheart. We got to walk. Your daughter looking at you like, well, Dad, you dork. You got money, and that's a gas station. We don't have to walk. You have to walk. I'm sitting here. You walk. You don't want to drive past it. That's how we do. This is powerful, and we drive right by it. We don't pray it. We, we say it's got power. We say we're men and women of the book. We say we love the word, that the word came flesh and dwelt among us. The word changed our own life. But we don't use the word that continue to change our lives. We just try to find it on Sunday morning. We tuck it away after church and we don't worry about it. Come on, man. There is power in this word. Power. There's power for you and there's power for us. We're going to pray the word. Why don't you pop that slide up, that first one, Lordy. Unspoken power is produced by the heart, formed by the tongue, and released out of our mouths. Man, that's, that's it. It's formed in our heart, comes out by the tongue. I mean, it comes out in power. The problem is we're not even, we're not even trying to say it. we got to say it. That's when we release it, there's power in that. When we sit on it, there's nothing in that. It is God's word is still as equally powerful today as when he spoke, let there be light. It's still as powerful today as it, is, it was then. I promise you it is. Show the other slide, Roy. Pop it up. The word is not void of power. My people are void of speech. That, that's it right there. His word, just because he spoke it once, doesn't mean that's all it could be used. It's not. It's still powerful. But we are void of speech. We don't speak it. 
He says, speak my word. My word's powerful. My word continues to change. It'll change people. It'll do things. Release it. Speak it. I want you to go back to Mark 11. Mark 11. Look at verse 23. We looked at it last week. 11.23. Bump up to the 22. It's real short, but I want you to see it. We kind of talked more about it last week. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. We talked about have God kind of faith. Have the God kind of faith. i tell you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, Go. Throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for you. Mm. Let me ask you, you really believe that? Really believe that? Now, I'm I'm not saying you should do this, but I was doing a youth camp one time. I was directing the camp, brought a speaker in friend of mine. So one night at youth camp, you start reading all these scriptures, and he asked the students, there's about 2,000 of them, you believe this? And if they didn't say yes, he'd tear it out of the Bible. Now, at first, I'm like, that dude just ripped that page out of that Bible. Should I fire him on the spot, <laughs> speak to the rest of the camp? I'm like, okay, so what did God just do when that just happened? I'm not real sure. I've never seen that because it's kind of shocking to me. So it happened about four or five times. He just said, well, you guys, gonna, you guys believe you should do this? Quiet. <laughs> You're not going to do it. You don't need it. Then he closed his Bible up and said, well, that's about all the Bible you need right there. That's all you decided you're going to do. I wonder how thick our Bible would be if we took out all the pages of the ones we don't believe we're not going to do. God, I'm fearfully and wonderful. I don't really believe that, God, about me. I, I don't have any confidence in myself. Oh, all right. Well, you don't need that in your Bible. It's bothering you, I guess. Over and over and over again. This book, my friend, this book is the real deal. It's the Word of God. Inerrant Word of God. God breathed, has life, and it hadn't stopped having life. It still changes people. Pop that other slide up there for me. I've told my people they can have what they say. Watch this. And they are saying what they have. That's what he says in this text right here. You just ask. You just ask. You know what we do? We just pray what? Pray our circumstances. Pray our problems. Simple truth. For as long as you say what you have, you will have what you say. Then you again say what you have, and it will produce no more than what you say. You have set a spiritual law in motion that has confined you 
by your very position or your circumstances. Just say whatever you say, and I'll do it. Now, listen to me. I said last week, this is not name it, claim it type stuff, okay? This is not a name it, claim it type deal. Listen to me. I'm amazed at people who absolutely can just go negative at anything, anything. I mean, let's just take an example. Get a save up money. I mean, save up cash. I mean, get a pile of cash. You got it. You've been picked it out. You got a brand new Texas country Z71, high country, bells and whistles, Chevy pickup. There is nothing they don't make for a truck that that truck doesn't have on it. It's gorgeous. It's black. It's beautiful. You're proud of it. You pay cash and save for years. You take your buddies out there to show it to them, and one of your hombres who always can go negative says, well, you know, black truck, hard to keep clean. Lord, Lord help. I mean, seriously, y'all got them from their friends, you know, people like that? I mean, you could show them. It doesn't matter what you show them, no matter what you do, no matter what happens. I mean, they're going to turn it. Man, we had five people give their life to Christ. Man, it could have been six. Yeah. You better be glad you're saved because I'm about to send you to heaven. So, I mean... Just negative all the time. But listen to me, that, that translates sometimes what we do in our prayer life. What we do, we speak that over us. We say what we have and we have no more than what we say. No more. What instead of just saying, God, I got this and this hurts and I'm here. And I, you just started just speaking the word. Don't say that. Don't pray your problems. Don't pray your circumstance. Don't pray your position. He is fully aware of where you are and what's going on. Do you really have to insult God with your prayers by saying, God, this is what's going on? He's like, mm-hmm, I got that part. Can we move on? He already knows. He knows the hair on your head. He knows a word before you speak it. Don't you know he knows where you're at? So why not? Stop praying circumstances in your position and what you don't have, but speak what you want. Speak what you need. You say, well, well, that's a kind of name and claim it, preacher. Listen to me. If you need that black truck and God trusts you with it, you will have that. He says he'll give you desires of your heart. But if he don't think he can trust you with it, you won't have it. And if you make means to get it, and, and, and then you shouldn't have, you, you pushed it, and you shouldn't have pushed it, guess what? It'll be revealed to you also. Listen to me. You pray the word. You speak it over him. You need your house to sell? Get you some scriptures. Line it up and speak it over your house. Walk the house, speak it. Pray it and speak it. You say, well, I tried that once, one time. Preacher didn't even, didn't, never did sell. Oh, well, bless you. Well, maybe what you really needed and what God had for that moment was understand that you can trust him, that it's okay to speak and walk with him, and maybe he drew you to him like he's never drawn you before. I, I, I meet with people sometimes, and they pray and pray and pray, and a loved one dies. 
And they go, man, what's the point of praying? It's going to die anyway. <laughs> really? Really? You think I didn't want my, you think I wanted my mom to die? I prayed my mom wouldn't die. I said, God, why my mom have to all time? She don't even know my name. It's not how I drew it up. God, don't let her die. Heal her. I prayed many times. Heal her. She's too young to have this. Heal her. You can do it in Jesus' name. Heal her. He said, I, I am. And when she died, he said, I did. He said, Jeff, today she doesn't have Alzheimer's. She doesn't have dementia. She knows your name, and she's speaking to the Father in heaven. She said hi to her daddy. She said hi to her sister. She's healed today. Your, your prayer has been answered. Mm, I'm like, well, God, that's not exactly how I drew it up. I was like, that's, I was kind of more on the selfish side. I was like, this side. This side. Three things real quick. Three applications and we're out of here. Learn to release your faith in words. Learn to release your faith in words. Jesus said to Satyrian, go and it will be done just as you believed it. Matthew 8. Go and it will be done just as you believed. He didn't say it would only work if you believe right. He said, go, and it will be done just as you believed. If you go on through that scripture, it says that he was healed immediately. Galatians 6, 7 says this, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Listen to me. You sow in words of the enemy, you're going to reap them. You speak the words of the enemy, you're going to reap them. You speak the word of God, you're going to reap that. Decide what you want. You decide. You speak that he can't, he won't. You speak that he can, hang on, he will. Just whatever you're speaking, it's going to reap, okay? You better be, you better be careful what you speak. If you're speaking all that, I mean, seriously, I asked last week, do you really want the negative things that you've been speaking to come true? Then stop speaking them. Really want those things to come true? Then stop speaking. You said a spiritual law is based on the same principle as seed time harvest. Show that slide, last slide. Faith talks. When faith talks, it talks faith, not fear and unbelief. <laughs> See, when I speak, I can speak fear and unbelief. But when the word speaks and it comes from me, this word I speak comes through me, it comes with faith. It doesn't come with fear and unbelief. See, there's a difference. What is speaking? You are the word. Listen to me. You, it's, it's whatever you want to reap, whatever you sow, you're going to reap. If I speak it in faith, I'm going to reap it. But if I speak it in fear and unbelief, that's what I'm going to reap. You say, I, I can't get over I'm I'm always afraid. I cannot trust God. And I try to pray. I pray, God, help me. Help me not be fearful. Well, I listen to me. And I don't mean to be wrong here. And I don't mean to be rude. 
If you've been praying, help me not have fear for seven years, 10 years, 12 years, 20 years, maybe you should stop praying, God, help me, because he's like going, I already did. I already did. I already did that. I'm sorry, God, I'm a slow learner. Where? Right here. See, you keep speaking your prayers. And you're scared when you pray. And you're going to be scared when you get up. Because you went in to pray and it's scared. But when you go in to pray, pray with confidence. Okay? Pray the word in faith. And you got to walk out and reap it. Listen to me. You got a child that can't sleep? Don't go in and tell it's going to be okay. I'll turn on that light. Mm. This your night light. That's your night. Turn that on. You just go in there and just start speaking it. Natalie called it. We used to turn her Jesus music on. Mm-hmm. You turn Jesus music on when your children sleep. I'm going to tell you right now, the enemy's like, I got to go. Got to find another house. Can't do this. Got to go. Listen to me. Nothing but word, nothing but word, nothing but power, nothing but faith. Speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it. Reap it, reap it, reap it, reap it. If you're not speaking it, you're not going to reap it. And don't get mad at him when, you, when your harvest comes. Because you speak on all that fear into your kids, speaking in your own life, guess what? You're going to have an absolute trunk full of fear following you around. Scared all the time. Quit. Stop. You're a child of the king. Power of the Holy Spirit living in you and the word of God all over your house. You better get busy. Get busy. Speak it with power. All right? Speak it with power. Number two, you got to learn to take the words of Jesus personally. Mm. You got to do that. 11, Mark eleven twenty three says this. Jesus tells you, you can have what you say if what you say comes from faith in your heart. You can have what you say. What if Jesus right now started walking through this place? He walked up to you and he put his hand on you and he said, child, whatever you speak and whatever you say in faith, I will do. Child, whatever you say and whatever you speak, I will do. Walks over here. Child, whatever you speak and whatever you say, I will do. Would that change what you say? You bet it would. Can I tell you something? You say, well, just do that, Jesus. If you'll just do that, Jesus, just do that, Jesus. You know what Jesus is saying? I did. I beat Nike to it. I did. I did. They copied me. Jesus did it. He did it. He said right there in Matthew eleven twenty three. 23, do you believe the book? He said, if you say this mountain, go. I mean, he said, speak it and I'll do it. He's already done that to you. He doesn't have to walk around here, put a hand on you and say it. He walks around every day, put his hands on you and says, child of mine, listen to me. Whatever you believe and whatever you speak, I will do. He's already said that question is, what are we speaking and what are we asking? He said, man, I can't believe you're a name it, claim it preacher. I'm not. I'm a name the word and speak his name kind of preacher. Listen to me. I'm not into that. Okay, I'm not. 
You know me better than that. But I also know this. You either believe this word or you don't believe the word. And the word already says, whatever you say in my name, whatever you speak and whatever you ask, I will do. The problem is in the faith. Number three, you got to train yourself to speak God's word. you got to train yourself. This week, I want you to begin to write down scriptures over areas of your life that you need to claim scripture over. Some of you are sitting in here and your marriage is dry. Don't have to be dry. Get you some scripture. I start speaking over it. Some of you are strapped financially. Got more month than you do money. You need breakthrough. You need breakthrough. What are you doing? Reminding God where you're at. He knows that. Okay. Get you some scripture. Speak over it. Speak over it. Ephesians 5, 1 says this, to be imitators of God. I want you to throw that first slide out one more time, Lord D. That unspoken power is produced by the heart, formed by the tongue, and released out of the mouth in word form. That's it. You want to be imitators of God, Ephesians 1, you believe it? Then be imitators of God right there. Exodus 13, 20, a pillar of cloud by day, a pillar of fire by night. You're going to love what it says at the end, 22. And not one time, not one time did the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night ever leave them. Mm. Need a reminder of his faithfulness? You need to speak you need, you need faithfulness in your life? You doubting God? Right there. Go to Exodus 13. Go to verse 20. And 20, 21, 22, read it. He says, I'll never, ever leave you. Right there. He's faithful, man. He's faithful. That's what I'm talking about. Get you some scripture. Find the promise in the word. He says, I'm not going to alter what I say. And start speaking that over your life you will have power. Okay, you'll have power. Give you confidence in your power. Today, as we move to a time of invitation, I simply want to ask you, church, and I'm asking myself, do you believe there's power in the Word? Is there power in the Word? This week, I want you to say, God, this week, I'm going to write down some scripture, and I'm going to start speaking the Word. Speaking the word. I'm going to change the way I pray. I'm just going to start speaking the word this week. And it'll change you. And it'll change everything around you. So as we move to a time of invitation, I'm going to ask you to stand with me right now. The invitation is pretty simple. We sang it a while ago. Come to the altar. If you need to come this morning, you come. There'll be people here to pray for you. Pray over you agree with you you may be here this morning and, and, and looking for a church home say man this is this is my home I, I need a church home and this feels like home to me you come this morning maybe you're here this morning you say pastor I have no power in my life I believe the word but I have no power because there's never been a time that I have received Christ and the power of God in me 
come this morning. You meet Christ and change your life forever. Whatever you need, come to the altar this morning. Father, this morning, you have spoken. I pray now, Father, as we move to a time of invitation where we respond to what you said, God, that you would move us. Cause us to step out and come if we need to come. Don't let us hold there. God, may we receive what you said today. And God, on the other side of obedience is always blessing. Father, during this time, may we be obedient and be blessed in Christ's name. Amen. As we